0: welcome to the gold mine podcast this is a show where i teach you everything i know about creating your life with purpose health and soul and i believe that we do that through holistic self expression if you're ready to finally step into your own personal power and create the life you want you've come to the right place get ready to dive into personal development through science spirituality leading edge health findings and learning through ancient and modern wisdom and other people just like you, because what I hope you'll find is that it's about us all. Thank you for joining me on my journey, and I'm leaving you with an invite to stay curious. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Mind. I have an awesome guest, my good friend, Emma Bull here. I actually just, I don't know if it'll be aired by this time or not. I actually interviewed another one of the girls that I helped guide through a program and I got to watch her grow, which was amazing. Um, Emma, I just interviewed Stacia today too, which was cool. And so we were all in um, a mastermind together and Emma is amazing. Uh, so I was the leader of this mastermind and I'm not taking credit for her success, but I did get to watch her grow through the, this three months process of, of, of pivoting and building a new business. And Emma was, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. Emma is in Australia and We would have these calls and she would wake up at like four in the morning, just looking like a hot mess with a hot cup of coffee, like half asleep on the calls just to show up. And she could have easily used that as an excuse and she didn't. And that was consistent throughout the whole time of me working with her. And it's beautiful. And I'm I love, I love people like you and you're just going to get such good students because you act as if. Um, so Emma is a life coach and a leadership coach and founder of Thrive and a creator of Life by Design Academy. She mentors women to become leaders of their own life, connect to their vision, and reignite the fire within them. Her no bullshit approach supports women to help find freedom so they can step into their power and create the life of their dreams. Her name is really simple. it's Emma Bull, and you can find her on Instagram as the Emma Bull. What's going on, Emma?
1: Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me.
0: I'm doing amazing. Oh, you're cutting out a little bit. Say something. Are you there? Uh-oh. <laughs> no. No. Are you there? You there? Yeah, yeah. I'm here. Let's try okay. it. Say something. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Good. <laughs> I just got an extender for our, um, our internet. I got like a, a second modem. And so I shouldn't have any problems. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is something that happened all the time on our mastermind calls. I would be like in the middle of something, somebody letting s- like some emotional breakdown and my internet would go out. <laughs> um, okay, Emma. So we were just talking about, Emma and I have decided to make this podcast to talk about when it's time for change and when it's time to pivot in life and in business. And she's actually, we kind of went through her history a little bit. I know just a little bit from from working with her, but um, she's made quite a few pivots and she's, she's trucking forward in her leadership because I think a lot of the times what happens is we get signs from the universe that it's time to pivot in some part of our life and we don't listen and we don't lead the new life. And so, um, yeah, let's, let's just peek, talk into that a little bit. Where, where would you like to start here?
1: I guess um, I've been pivoting my whole life. Uh, and I think, too, the reason I'm, I'm okay with pivoting is because I'm very self-aware. So I know um, who I am, how I work, uh, the environments that I can serve best in, what I'm not good at, and where I need support. And so pivoting has been um, a really interesting part of my journey because I feel it internally when it's time to, to start pivoting.
0: So I just want to add on here. It wasn't super clear in the bio. Emma actually runs a gym. And it's pretty successful. How long have you had it? So
1: we're coming up, it'll be three years in April. So I guess like two and a half years. It's, it's a team training uh, for women specifically. And we, even though we run fitness classes like boot camps and box fit um, and hit classes, it actually has nothing to do with the exercise. It's all about um, building strength in women, um, creating confidence, empowering them to take control of their health and really up level their lives. And we just use our fitness, our our classes as the tool to help and support women do that. So yeah, it's super fun. Um, and yeah, we're
0: making a lot of impact, which is really, really cool. You actually described it to me as a passion project, which is so cool because you you took like a passion and made it a business. And uh, I kind of want to know how were you where were you before you started thrive and how were you feeling that you decided to lead yourself there
1: yeah sure so um, before thrive, I was uh, in network marketing for about five years and it was such a beautiful training ground um, as an entrepreneur uh, you 'll you're very supportive in the network marketing space um, in terms of personal development and personal growth. And um, my kids were really young. So um, when I started network marketing, I had, I think Xavier was maybe three months old and it was a way for me to just start generating income from home. And I already had another business at that stage. I've I've been an entrepreneur for over 10 years. Um, But anyway, I wanted, I was struggling at the time with my health and was just looking for a support, a community, actually, where I sort of could fit into without being um, in a in a mummy group because I I was a very young mum, and I just felt like I didn't belong. I wasn't a teen mum, so kind of you know some of the groups where the girls were a lot younger than I I was, but I also wasn't in my thirties, um, and so I sort of didn't feel like I belonged anywhere. So. Anyway, network marketing was a great way for me to meet people and um, kind of reignite a fire within myself of like starting to find who I was. I had something that was all my own. I was trying to create a business. Um, And yeah, so I spent five years doing that while the kids were at home. But over time, um, I just felt like I just had this internal feeling that it was that I was done in the network marketing space, and um, I had more to give, and I was seeing gaps in the marketplace. Like there wasn't a specific community where people could come, specifically women could come together without their kids, um, have a laugh, work out, and kind of multitask all in one in terms of like social and doing something for themselves and their health and their well-being and, and feeling supported in that space. So yeah, I. Um, I did my personal training, uh, so I could coach these, these sessions. And I had this, this big vision in my mind. It was, this was going to create this community and it was all going to be about supporting women thrive. Funnily enough, I decided to name the business thrive and, um, yeah, so I, I had this passion project because I just wanted to support more women, uh, get strong, feel healthy, take charge of their life and really, um, have a sense of belonging, um, as well. And, and a chance to meet you people, right? Because when you're a mum, it, it can be very isolating and, and I don't just support mums, but for me, that was sort of what I was able to relate to, um, feeling a bit isolated, but, uh, you know, also when you're trying to build a career, it can be very lonely as well because you're, you're busy doing all the things. And, um, so I also worked with, with younger women who are like just starting out their career and navigating that path of like this whole new world they've graduated or they're you know, they're just entering the workforce. Um, and also just supporting women who just want to take care of themselves, but don't feel comfortable in a gym and don't feel confident in how to move their body. So there was all these reasons created thrive and um, have spent the last two and a half years building, building Thrive and it's, it's been amazing. It's, we're making really epic impact in our community. Um, We've supported hundreds of women over the last couple of years through our program. Um, And yeah, it's it's just, it's so fun and it's, it's still very much a passion project. I was just able to uh, build a business around it. So um, it's very heart driven and everything I do is, you know, how, how will our community be affected by this decision so yeah that's that's pretty much thrive in a nutshell really
0: i wish that you were local because i'd love to just <laughs> see what you can do yeah um, it's fun so then so you have thrive and then now you're building the secondary thing this coaching online coaching business and i'm assuming in-person events as well but you're building this another business so you're kind of taking another pivot Because I know that um, when we were working together, you sort of started to delegate. And so that Mm -hmm. was like a big thing for you because you knew, your soul knew that you wanted to pivot a little bit in this other direction. And my question for you, because that's what you're doing. You know what I mean? You have this launch um, coming out. What's the name of it?
1: A Life by Design Academy. So it's a membership. um, And that membership it's for two different groups of people. The first, the first one is, you know, for women who are like stepping their toes into their own personal growth and expansion, just wanting to dip their toes in, wanting to feel supported. Um, So there's kind of two elements to that. And then there's um, the third element, which is supporting leaders, create communities and build movements, um, which is essentially what I've been doing for the last seven plus years of my life. Um, So now I'm wanting to support more leaders. So, selfishly, I can have a bigger impact, you know, um, you create that ripple effect, but also there are so many women who are natural leaders, but they just need some of that, like that guidance, um, to kind of really own who they are and, and, um, really kind of rise into that embodied, embodied leadership role. Um, yeah. What, however that looks like, cause it can look look like so many different things. So
0: yeah. If we talk about, that sounds awesome by the way, like leadership. I love teaching people about leadership because I think what people don't realize is that you are leading your life already. Like you're already, you're already a leader. You can't, nobody is not a leader. You get yourself out of bed in the morning. Um, I actually just, I just released a podcast today, um, which is going to be way before this airs. But it was called like mastering your life. And it was like, no, you're already a master. It's just like, you're mastering procrastination. Um, my, uh, I'm thinking, uh, this beautiful journey that you've been on as an entrepreneur and you know, that's going to leak into motherhood. That's going to leak into friendships and relationships in your marriage. Um, and your, your, your expansion and your emergence and all of those. And, from going to the multi-level marketing, to um, Thrive, to this new business of leadership, um, how, can I, how can I ask? So what did you learn on that first go about how you're leading yourself? What works? What didn't work? And what are you doing differently this time? Mm
1: i really this time just a quick side note, my favorite book on leadership, going back to your point that everyone is a leader is the leader who has no title. It's Robin Sharma. And it's a fantastic, fantastic book. Everybody should read it because it talks about no matter what your title is, you can behave like a leader in your own life. Um, you know, from choosing to when you get out of bed in the morning, how you show up at work, all of the things. So just to, um, you know, edify your point that everyone is a leader, that's a fantastic, fantastic book. But my journey has been really interesting. So I really resisted. So before network marketing and sort of behind the scenes, I've also had a property management business, which Mm -hmm. I have, uh, it was great. in in terms of like, it was able to support me financially. um, And I was flexible around the kids. I, um, you know, my son was really, I think he was maybe six months when I when I started that business as a way to earn some money from home. My background is is a primary school teaching. And at the time I couldn't I couldn't uh, get a job because just the way the, the market was and, and relief teaching wasn't um viable option. So I had to I had to come up with a way to create an income and, and that's where the property management but with the reason I wanted to mention that is the property management for however many years we've had it, we've still got four properties. It feels horrible in my body. Like I do not enjoy it. And it feels, you know, if someone rings up and says we need something sorted or whatever, I get this internal feeling of dread, like I have to deal with it and doing things like going to tenancy tribunals. It was just such a, while it supported my family financially, it was horrible. And so when I moved into network marketing, it was a really fun feeling for me because I was around people. I was around. Yeah. And I was around the types of people I wanted to be around, you know, people who were pumped about growing and um, expansion and trying new things and um, community. But when sort of that end of that, that tail end of the five years, I just had this like internal, like it was such an internal feeling that, this is not the right space for me. I feel like this is not the right vehicle for me. This has been an amazing learning ground. Um, but I held on to that probably for a year or two too long. I probably three years, three and a half years was probably long enough. So yeah, that internal feeling was really, was really, um, I could feel it so deeply, but I didn't, I did I stayed in that position for too long, you know, that, that feeling for too long, I should have pivoted a lot earlier. So it was becoming in this next transition.
0: Yeah. Um, What was the feeling? Like, what were you experiencing in your body? Mm, Like contraction, like everything. I didn't want to get
1: up. I didn't want to like do the work. I was, I felt like I was pushing water uphill with
0: a rake. Like everything was really, really hard. Now, how do you, since you, you pivoted and you led yourself into different um, little passion projects, how do you know the difference when you just um, are creating a new habit and it feels like a challenge or you don't, it's not soul aligned?
1: Yeah. So I think when it, when the, the tail end of the network marketing stuff came, it was, everything felt like a grind. Like there was no joy in it. There was no light at the end of the tunnel. There was no, like, if I just hustle and get this project out, uh, you know, then I'm, I'm going to see some results or there's going to be some momentum. I just, there was no joy. I lost the joy. So what I did um, that first pivot is I actually just took a step back. Um, I eventually felt so yucky that I was like I can't do this anymore and I took a step back and I think I just want to make a point that the reason I held on so long was this fear of people like my perception of what other people would think in terms of like she's given up or um, she can't do it or you know all of this sort of like made up stuff um, or like if I just hustle a bit harder maybe I'll have a breakthrough or Um, And too, like in the personal development world, you know, there's all this um, talk about if you just hold on, then the breakthrough is going to happen. Just keep going. Don't give up. You know, people give up just before the breakthrough happens. But what if you keep doing that? And for a year and a half, there is no breakthrough and you're feeling shit. Um,
0: So that just as well as me just seeing just in the group that we were in, like most people, if it's something that they love and is on their soul and is like there for them they may fucking hate it like emma i remember you just were in your shit but a week later you felt better so i think that that's a big that's a really important message because sometimes we do feel shitty about what we're doing we don't know we don't know what we're doing we want to cry all the time and if that happens for too long maybe that's a sign And sometimes it just, you you get to break through.
1: Yeah. So there's like, there's different aspects, right? There's like staying stuck because there's no joy attached and you, and you've got all this fear of the external versus the, the overwhelm of like my dream and my vision is so big and I have all of these moving parts and I don't know how to execute in order to make it happen.
0: Mm.
1: And then, so you can stay in that, like kind of that state of overwhelm because you know what you want, you know what's on the, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel, you can see it, but you just don't know how to kind of break through. So it's a very different energetic feeling because if I could describe it, the the feeling of kind of you're over it and the breakthrough's not going to happen and, and the joy's not there is like a really flat, like dreading kind of you're walking through mud kind of feeling. Whereas the the feeling of overwhelm is like you're kind of on edge you're like I want this so bad. I'm so like my emotions are taking over because I know I can do it but just someone show me how or you know my kids are screaming and I want to do this project and you know I've got to fold the washing (laughs) all of my life and all of the things and it just feels too much and so it's a very uptight on edge like you just need a release to have the breakthrough so that the feeling internally is very very different um, but it's how it. to recognize that feeling.
0: I love, I love what you just said because the way that you described it, have you described it like that before? Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. It felt, it, yeah. It felt like it just kind of landed like it, like you had the idea and you were describing it for the first time. And It was beautiful because I wouldn't have described it like that. And it's so true The because I've been in a situation where like, I knew that it was time to leave months has gone by. I haven't left. Um, and I felt the overwhelm of, of wanting the desired outcome. And like, it, it is like the, the dread is it's, it's heavy. It's muted. It's, it's that, that muddy feeling and where the overwhelm is just like, like over um, what's the word I'm looking for over stimulated with all the ideas and all the things to do. And like, it, it is, it's so, drastically different now that you mention it like that. So I just want to say thank you.
1: Yeah. And as a leader too, it's really important to tune into who you are and self-awareness is like, if you can become self-aware, you will know because everything in life happens in cycles, right? So if you look back on your life, on how Things have, how you've behaved in certain situations, you can start to identify hey, this actually feels really clunky. Maybe this is bigger than just holding on and waiting for the breakthrough. Maybe it's time for me to pivot. Or being the leader that says, I'm just freaking overwhelmed right now. I need some support. How can I get the support that I need? Or what do I need to do in order to move through this? So, the role as the leader in your own life, whether you're leading a community or not is, um, is to take that perspective of kind of having a bird's eye view, being willing to look at it from the top down and going, okay, where is this showing up in my life? What was the outcome? Um, and yeah, cause it, it shows up time and time again, right? Nothing, you know, life is just full of cycles. So as the leader, it's about becoming really aware of, um, of that. And also your behavior patterns too. Like I used to, I used to really, um, I'm a hustler by nature and my stretch has been and pulling back and allowing the rest in between the states of hustle. So for example, I'm in launch mode at the moment and I could work 20 hours a day. Um, but, the quality of my work reduces, I get more tired, all of the things happen, right? My stretch in this particular launch has just to be like, okay, let's go for a walk for an hour. Let's take the dog for a walk. Let's um, get outside and just have some fresh air. And the the awareness of like, I will hustle so hard for what I want that I will burn out. So the self-awareness of and the type of leader that I am and wanting to to lead from is not a hustler that burns out. So you know becoming self-aware and, and being curious with who you are and how you function. Um, in in my Thrive business, I get very overwhelmed with the small details in terms of like the follow-up of the clients and the chickens and stuff we got a lot of girls a lot of moving parts i just love the creation the, the i'm sort of the driver the visionary of the business and i have a team of 3 who help me execute that and i've recently taken on a community manager in the last few months because i needed someone to support me with my vision and support me with the small things and she has been a game changer for me and for the community um, so
0: self-awareness, to that. I, yeah. I'd love to into, I think a lot of times people get caught up in feeling like they want to do everything. And I think the mark of a true leader is to let the people who are good at the things that you don't want to do, right. You may want to do something that you're not good at and you can learn that, but, but delegating the things that you could, you don't care to spend your time on. Like that is being a leader. Correct yeah and and also like you could learn to do the stuff but how is
1: that going to impact the community if if you're leading a community right so for me to do all the things that I do and get really good at follow-up and create systems and processes and all the thing actually takes away the time and energy I can accelerate in another area so that's why self-awareness is so key and and for me I'm I'm firecracker I like to start things I will hustle I will get things off the ground but I know that I'm not here to see projects long term uh, you know for the long haul but I have really epic people around me who are really good at that so I can keep coming up with ideas and um, putting programs together and doing all the things while I have support in the background making sure everything ticks along really beautifully Um, and that's how we can play the long game So I think, you know, having people around you is so important to your success, no matter who you are. um, You know, sometimes like when I went to New York and and did a a big solo trip for three weeks, like the team around me was my family, like picking up the pieces with supporting me around navigating, you know, the kids after school, um, my husband being willing to like, you know, do everything for three weeks. Um, my coaching team prepared to pick up the pieces. So there's,
0: there's always so many moving parts. I want to talk about your New York trip because people don't understand just hearing you say that sentence. It might, they might think you, you do that all the time. But can you speak into <laughs> like, uh, can you speak into what a, like a win that, that was for you because i remember on a call you were you were sort of breaking down in joy just saying like this is all happening for me and I' just been a dream mm. of mine so could you just speak into that yeah sure so had kids young i uh, had
1: done a bit of traveling but you know new york was always on the cards for me but it just wasn't the right time with two young kids at home and um through a lot of series of events um, where I was feeling in my life, like quite stagnant in my life. um, I joined mastermind program and that particular program had an event in New York. And so I was like, why not? Like, let, let's make this a thing. Let's make this a reality. Honestly, I cannot tell you how it happened, how I, made it happen it was just I was so focused on creating um bringing this dream to life that everything just magically fell into the into place and those three weeks that I traveled by myself from New Zealand to New York leaving my family at home just to have this like solo experience was the most freeing experience I have had in my life like ever
0: Um, I wish you guys could see her face right now
1: I remember so there was this one really pivotal moment while I was over there and I had been you know checking out the city doing all the things and then I had one day where I went to Central Park and I hired a bike for four hours or something like that and I didn't realize that Central Park has a one-way system so there was a lot of (laughs) angry people yelling at me to like turn around and go the other way and here in New Zealand we drive on the other side of the road so there was this moment of like pure like joy of like I'm like cycling on a bike in Central Park but how the hell am I going to turn my bike around without killing someone or getting knocked off my bike because way do people drive here you know like but as I was cycling around the park I had this moment of My whole body felt free and I just thought more women need to experience this no matter what their circumstances are because it wasn't easy for me to leave for three weeks. Like I've got kids who are in school. I had to organize after school care. I had a business. I had to pay my trainers to run extra sessions for me. Like there was so many moving parts to make it all happen. So, but what I got from that trip made all like the hustle and the moving parts and figuring it all out. So worth it. And it just really deepened my desire to uh, support women, create more freedom. Um, and that might not be a trip to New York for three weeks on your own. It might just be finding the, the career of your dreams, like start to explore and, um, But that trip was very soul expanding. But what I have learned, particularly this year, I've done quite a bit of travel this year. I've been really lucky. And what I have learned is you need to put yourself in positions of expansion. Like you can't just hope that you're going to grow and expand while you're sitting around at home each day. What is going to, where are you going to stretch? And that might be going to a conference like, an empowerment conference or whatever. That might be going on a trip. That might be um, trying something new, like a new hobby. Like how are you going to know unless you put yourself in positions of expansion and growth? And that, um, particularly in leadership, is really important, is to put yourself... And that's another reason why I joined the Mastermind, right? To put myself in a position of expansion and growth and surround myself with other like-minded women um, so yeah, that's, that's probably one of my biggest, um, and things I like to teach is like, where, where is your stretch? Where is your growth? Like what, where can you put yourself in a position that you can grow and expand? And it doesn't have to be like scary, like skydiving or something like that. It can be just, I'm going to find a community of women who are all working towards being better entrepreneurs and I'm going to put myself in this container for the next twelve weeks, so I can grow and expand and learn alongside them, but if you don't put yourselves in those positions, it's so easy just to stay stagnant and stuck
0: yeah it's so it's so easy just to like think about how cool you would be if you actually did the things you know tomorrow is always the best day for a diet or there's some kind of saying like that yeah. um, i I'd love to know um because I remember you mentioning before you took the trip that you were getting backlash and you had a little bit of mom guilt because you were leaving your family wife guilt. Right. Mm. Um, What in your experience made you decide to um, like, why was that trip such an embodiment of leadership to you to push through like the backlash?
1: Mm. Yeah, it was really, I got a lot, Um, or in terms of, like, it was never really nasty, or, like, you shouldn't do that, it was more like, oh, you're so lucky that you can leave for three weeks, like, the victim mentality of the people saying that to me is, like, well, you know, I can't, so, like, who do you think you are to to go away, or, Yeah. yeah, so there were lots of, like, comments, or, you know, my partner would never let me do that, I was, like, what, like, I can't even imagine that kind of, and I know those relationships are out there, but um, I'm really lucky to be in a relationship where we're very independent within our relationship. So I think Matt kind of knew that I that I needed this trip as well without saying it out loud because he kind of just went along with the whole thing from the get-go. But I think um, even though, I think you need to learn how to really connect to the internal feeling versus what's going on in the head because I knew internally that this trip was something that I needed to do like for my soul my soul was like girl you need to go and so because I was so led by the internal feeling of like knowing there was going to be expansion knowing there was going to be this opportunity for growth and exploration and to realize a dream that the noise of other people's thoughts and opinions and the mum guilt um, was was quieted down because the, the internal call was louder. So I talked to my kids, like one of my strategies was like talking to them about, you know, this has been a dream of mine for such a long time. You know, I'm, I'm so excited for you guys because you're going to have so much special time with your grandparents. And so I made them a part of, of the journey um and they I just keep saying to myself how lucky am I to show my kids and lead by example that they can go and chase their dreams no matter what like oh I got goosebumps yeah like no matter what they can go and do something even if They have other roles and responsibilities and whatnot, you know, like you you can always choose, right? There's always a choice. And for me, it was just like, I'm going to show my kids how they can chase their dreams no matter what, no matter what the circumstances are at home, they can still work towards what it is that they really want. So that kind of helped me overcome the mum guilt and, and, and just thinking like, what am I teaching them by doing this? What am I teaching them for fighting for my dreams um, and bringing them to life? And the other people I kind of would just let it roll off because I know again, that's self-awareness. I know I'm a big dreamer. I know I believe in like my potential I I believe in what um, I'm capable of. And I just, yeah. So I had to ensure that that internal feeling was louder than the, 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 Feeling in the head, you know, the thoughts and the, because
0: it was Which a role. That, that um, tapping into your body and muting your 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 mental chatter mm. took practice, right? Mm. Yeah. So I, I'd love to. So it's six oh eight. I want to be off of here just around six fifteen because there's food in the oven. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, really am curious if you. So, you've been an entrepreneur um, forever. I mean, not forever, but for 10 years, you said, right? I, I worked as a teacher for one year
1: <laughs> and then okay. kids, and then I've been an entrepreneur since. So, yeah, okay. a good
0: part of 10 years, Yeah. Yeah, you evidently like
1: had a real job.
0: Well, yeah. other than
1: like, the after school jobs and the jobs at university, like one of my jobs was. Um, helping people, like hiring up snowboards and like getting their snowboards all sorted so they could spend the day up the mountain, like those sorts of jobs. But um, yeah, I taught in a seven-year-olds for one year and I I didn't cry every day, but it would be every other day because I knew in my heart it's not, it was not the right space for me. So
0: yeah, for a long time. (laughs) So you have a lot of, experience with uh I mean you're not if somebody's an entrepreneur they're a leader like no doubt if they if they're successful in it right and you have been and so let's pretend that you're speaking to somebody who's not an entrepreneur mm-hmm. about leadership and you're speaking to somebody who just wants to create some habit changes, they just want to feel a little bit better. They maybe want to just um lead their relationships differently or maybe lead themselves to a place of health, right? Mm-hmm. What, um, let's say, what are the three basic tips that you would give somebody starting the journey?
1: Yeah, so tune in would be my number one. Like, really know what it is that you want and why you want it. So, for example, let's, let's take health. Someone wanting to take ownership of their health and improve their health because they're so sick of feeling like crap all the time. So... I would encourage that person to sit down and take a moment and write like, why do you want to improve your health? Like, You feel crap all the time. How is that holding you back? So when they can connect to that feeling of like, I don't want to live like this anymore. I want to make changes. And here is why. Then you can act from a place of leadership and go, okay, what is my step? What is the next step? What is the next logical step? So um, that would be number one is like getting in tune to the, to why you want the change. Um, Number two would be showing up, you know, showing up for your um, whatever it is that you're working towards your health. You know, you can't expect to change your health and not get uncomfortable, right? Because you've got to change eating habits, or maybe you've got to get in the gym and you've got to hire a personal trainer, which for some people is a a stretch financially. But if you don't know how to move your body properly and safely, there's going to be repercussions of that, right? So, or putting yourself in an environment where you feel safe. Maybe it's going to the swimming pool, Um, but you have to show up and you have to keep showing up. So that would be number two, is to show up to what it is that you want. And, um, number three in terms of being a leader would be all right so step three would be um, looking at the bigger picture so staying connected to the bigger picture because sometimes you don't want to show up doing those things day in day out like going to the gym um, you know, sometimes you're tired, sometimes you can't be bothered, sometimes you've got a lot on, right? But if you keep showing up, that's going to move you forward to that bigger picture and it's staying committed to that, that bigger vision, the bigger dream as well, because, um, when you start to lose sight of that, that's when things, that's when the resistance comes up. So if you can kind of keep a bird's eye view of like, why am I doing this? Like, why am I sweating my ass off at the gym and feeling like, it's really hard and um, actually my biggest advice on that is if you hate the gym, find something else. So <laughs> I teach yeah. all the time, is like if you hate the gym, don't go to the gym, find something else to move you towards. But for the sake of this example right there, you like the gym but some days you just don't want to go but you know that if you go and show up, you're going to feel better and it's going to move you forward to that bigger picture. So yeah, definitely number three is like just keep your, that bird's eye view of, of how you're moving forward because it's not always gonna be butterflies and rainbows, right? Especially in the entrepreneurial space. Like holy smokes, man. Um, but yeah, even even if you're not in the entrepreneurial space, you're just just wanting to to create some change in your life, you really need to own that and own the change. Because if, if you don't own it, like you're gonna stay stuck, man, and stay yeah, stuck. Yeah, that's horrible, man, and and it affects you physically and emotionally. It will show up in your body. You will get sick. You will be exhausted. Like your body will tell you um, that something's off. So sometimes you need to break through the feeling of. Um, discomfort in order to grow and expand yeah
0: I love that those are three perfect I mean I don't know if I could have picked better stuff. Um, okay so thank you for that and everybody listening I want you to challenge yourself to 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 do those three things with one change right just one do the three things with one change commit to it for a month and see how different your life can feel and see how, how much confidence you'll get in your leadership. Right. Cause we're leading ourselves. Um, Emma, if you could quickly tell us what, cause you have a program that's launching soon. Um, I think yeah. when this comes out, I think, so it'll be like right around, it'll be launching right around when this comes out. And so if you could just speak into what it is and when launching is open. Yes. Yeah, sure.
1: So excited. It's going to be, um, I'm just so pumped. It's a membership program called Life by Design Academy. And I wanted to create it so personal growth and expansion was accessible, um, but also accessible for people who want to dive deeper. So where I've got three levels, level one is like all about just dipping your toes in. Um, You're going to get lots of juicy content about how to start leveling up your life. We have a Facebook community where we're going to be doing a couple of Facebook live Q and A's every month. Um, And then there's the next level is, is all of that, but you want to accelerate. And so you, we do uh, two coaching calls a month. Um, So this is like a, um, this is an accelerator of, of the personal growth and expansion. And then the final one is the third level is for, um, the girls who are leaders or whether that's in their like their job or their community or their, their business, it's specifically for leaders who want to uh, build community, create a really strong philosophy and, and voice for what it is that they're, that they're doing and creating a movement around that and, and a community that is like raving fans um, and loyal and we'll um yeah so that that container is is really um massive expansion uh because we're looking at at creating leaders that can create the ripple effect through their movements so um the movements that they're building i'm so excited about it this is also a passion project so i I just love what I do so much and I love supporting women and empowering women uh, to find freedom and to kind of start to own who they truly are and, and watch them um, make impact in the world, whether that is with their families at home and being a great mom um, or whether that is being the leader of a huge community and, you know, taking people with them. So um, yeah, I'm just, I'm very passionate and I'm just so lucky that the work that I do lights me up so much that, um, I have the benefit of creating, uh, a business model around it. So I'm so lucky. It's, it's so good. It's so, so good.
0: When does enrollment
1: open? So enrollment opens 19th of August until the 1st of September. So enrollment's open for two weeks and then the doors shut and then we dive in um, and then, yeah, they're not, they won't reopen again for another few months. So, and, and because this is the launch, I have foundation membership, um, you know, rates as well, prices, investment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just so excited. I want like everyone to come and check it out. So um, yeah, it's going to be
0: cool. It's going to be really good. I actually, that was what, that was my first investment into myself, which was a membership program. It's called Soul School. And I was one of the founding members. And the price at the time was like, ridiculously, stupidly low, like $57. And now it's nearing $300 a month. And like, I'm like, shit, I'm still getting this for 57. And it, it was, it's changed. I mean, it changed my life because I loved the woman that led it so much. I was paying for it. And there was just like, she, she delivered so much. And so like, yeah, membership programs are awesome. And, and the community is, is great. And, uh, yeah, I'm really
1: excited when you commit to your growth and expansion, when you have the skin in the game investment, like money wise, you show up at another level. Right. So, you know, if you're just wanting to dip your toes in there's that option for you, but if you really want to accelerate and grow, you can do that too. And put some skin in the game and, um, then you're committed, like, yeah, you're saying, you're saying to the universe, like, okay, I'm here, I'm showing up for the growth, like, let's go, and it's just edifying to yourself and to the world and to the universe that, that you're ready, and then all of this stuff comes up. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and then you grow, then you do the growing. And then you <laughs> keep on leading yourself, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. I think I'm going to title this episode, um, Lead Your Way to Freedom, as a, like as we keep talking, it keeps like hitting and hitting in my head. So thank right. you so much, Emma, for doing this early in the morning for you. I know it's not super early, but it's still morning time.
1: It's so good. I love it. I love having these sorts of conversations. It just ah oh, lets me up so much.
0: Yeah, you look like way more. Emma was not feeling well, and <laughs> she looks <laughs> way more energetic like now at the end of the call, which is a sign that you're you're headed you're leading yourself in the right direction. Yeah. Um, Okay. I love you, Emma. And we'll be talking soon. Yay. Thank you for listening to this episode of the gold Mine podcast. I ask that you share this out with anyone who might get value from this episode. And if you're looking for ways to support, please subscribe and review. And if you are not on the social media game yet, get on it. I'm the only Shauna Sudik on Facebook and on Instagram. My handle is shauna.kathleen. And I can't wait until next time.